0: Good morning, Jennifer Stone reporting for the King's Cross Sting. I've been working on some Canadian unsolved murders at the moment that I allege will link into the cocaine movements. You know, I call it like the logo of the King's Cross Sting, the red scorpions. And the red scorpions are linked into in British Columbia in the very beginning when I was being threatened Their mannerisms in King's Cross, New South Wales, Australia was exactly the same as what people were reporting about the red scorpions in Canada. So the first one I've been working on is Charles Harvoth Allen. He went missing on the 10th of August 1989 in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. He arrived there on the 3rd of May 1989. Now, his mother rang up in May 1989 to report that he had missed a phone call with her and she was worried. Her report did not go official until August 10. And I started to think, you know, mothers, we have this insight into our unsolved, you know, into our children. And so when it becomes an unsolved missing persons, I'm sure you have to think about the mother and the gut feeling she's getting. You know, it was interesting. He was in a tiny town, uh, like a caravan park in my mind, but it was called Tiny Town. He was only age 20. He was last seen on the 26th of May 1989 cashing a cheque at the Orchid Park Royal Bank. Denise believes, which is his mother, her son died in May 1989. He had worked one day at the Flintstones Amusement Park. So probably on that May 26th, maybe the day, He had worked, he cashed the cheque then he went back to tiny tent town campsite plus recreational park, 3316 Lakeshore Road. Now, I tell you what, I would be a bit wary about going back there as I read. So he had a tent and he just vanished, people say just vanished. But then his mother had put out a lot of flyers and adverts when she went to visit there to look for him. And in a cab came a note. And on that note it said he had been picked on like a fight by two people and went into the lake. Now was this allegedly a fight? you know, he hit his head and died. Now, that kind of said he had a fight in this note and I've tried to get a copy of the note but I haven't been able to or else I'd put it up on one of my websites because it did say he had died and then went in the lake. But, you know, you can go in a vessel in a lake. A vessel, just like the Holy Grail, is a vessel. The Ark of Covent is a vessel. As A vessel, it could be a glass, but it could be a boat. Interesting. So the manager, Philip Fleet is his name, pulled down the tent allegedly on the 3rd of June. In one of the reports I've seen, he said he pulled it down three weeks after. But the 3rd of June is just days. You know, by pulling down the tent makes people forget And he said he was a European uh, that had just, you know, where's contact, you know, when when you're camping. But why didn't he report just something to the police to say, hey, this guy's left all his stuff here. Um, You know, if he rings up or something, I've got it. I'm going to put it in the back shed. Problem was there were photographs. Now, all those photographs have gone missing. But those photographs, if I'm right, could be classified as a trophy, a trophy of murder, a trophy of death. How to get away with murder. Now, there is allegedly a person who is a person of interest. I would say that there's two persons of interest and maybe a few more because organised crime works by utilising people for little pieces of crime and then disposing of a body so the missing person just disappears. No body's found. You know, by what I've been told, pigs will eat the bodies. So I don't know how far a pig farm is, but trophies are really what this gang that the Red Scorpions link into would want. They would want, if you were wanting to move cocaine, And I started to think about the lake system and how there's a a floating um, bridge right near Tiny Town. So from Tiny Town is a position that maybe you could utilise allegedly for sailing your drugs up the river further. Now that's a possibility because a sailing boat doesn't use power so there's no noise. But a sailing boat can use a small motor and still not look out of place, especially if they're going to major positions. So Charles had been, they say, at the Livewire nightclub in August 1989. But if he died, he was never there. This was all red herring. A red herring may be to please the mother or a red herring in the police. So it came up afterwards. He didn't get to be registered as a missing person until the 10th of August. But virtually, when you go through the timeline, the last sighting of him that can be proved is the 26th of May. So say if he cashed his cheque after working a full day at the Flintstones Adventure Park, he went back to his tent. There allegedly was a fight by two people. Now why? Who would they be? Why didn't the manager call the police? Now, that is a very good point that no one seems to ask. You know, why hasn't, if there was a fight where a person was hit to the point he was unconscious or died with a hit to the head, you know, fell backwards on concrete, Um, why didn't he call an ambulance? Why didn't he call the police? And within all the reports, it never said he was not home at Tiny Tent Town Campsite. I started to look further. Now there was a, a buzzer on a door. Um. You know, uh, one of Charles's friends had mistaken Charles called the family apartment now that person's name is Joanne the family were having dinner during uh her brother's vacation the actual date was unimportant unimportant but really it could have been in May it doesn't really say